Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you once again from the Fairfield Comedy Club with our guest tonight, my dear friend and the very funny Madison Malloy. Madison, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm great. I just got off stage. It was amazing. Yeah. I love this room. This is like one of my favorite rooms to play. Mine too. It's um, But I'm I'm a little biased. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have to be biased. I'm being honest. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It, you know, it's a lot of fun what we got going on here and you fucking crushed it. Uh, per usual, I, really, every time you're here, you destroy. The I, rich uh, people love me. They're, they're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we in Fairfield County? We're in Fairfield County, but there's there's like enough people who are like middle class who are just like they observing the rich people. Yeah, yeah, they probably, they're like, oh, she's one of our social betters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, look at her, a girl that looks like she made yeah. it but didn't. <laughs> I mean, you, you heard they were reacting really well to the camping stuff. These are these are campers. These, I, I, I think they might just be homeless. Those girls are hot, though. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, when a girl's hot, I don't even notice anymore. Oh, yeah, you're married. Yeah, it's all over for me. My yeah, wife is hot. Your That's, wife's awesome. Yeah. She's the she best. was my last podcast guest, actually. She Karina did my awesome. 100th episode. 100? You're already at 100? Oh, yeah. Dude, so We crank these out like Century. nothing. I mean, they're short. They're easy to do. You know, I got the kid. I got people coming to me here at Fairfield. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're on a good pace. Yeah. You know? I, I like uh, it. Yeah. So, you're going to be, uh, you'll probably end up being like 102, maybe? Okay. Yeah. So still stay I'm like tuned. A, I'm that. like a fever. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I am. Yeah. yeah. 102. I'm a fever. Yeah. Get your butt to the hospital. Boom. <laughs> if you're listening to Madison right now, you might be ill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, no, I'm really glad. I'm glad to finally have you on the podcast. I've wanted to have you on uh, a bunch, but it's just uh, tough to make it work sometimes. But we, we, we pulled it off. We finally did it. Yeah. And you didn't even wash my hair. It was great. Yeah, you don't even have to. That's the great thing about the podcast <laughs> is you don't even have to. I mean, you look great, but you could look like shit and no one would know. My mom did the podcast. And before we started, she's like, do I look okay? And I was like, do you know what a podcast is? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, some people <laughs> Which do was the video. wrong answer. Apparently, I was just supposed to say she looked great. Exactly. Um, but I, I did not. So, fail. Yeah. Sun fail on that one. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, what else is going on, Joseph? You know, just this. Just this. We're getting ready for the next Connecticut Comedy Festival, actually. I know. We're Why am I not in, in it? Um, not, funny like I not funny enough, Madison. Not funny enough. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, the you reason the, last year... You guys, year, went, it went silent because my middle finger was up in the air pointing at <laughs> Joe. I'm plenty funny. You are plenty funny and you always crush. Um, well, I mean, the fact of the matter is we, you know, we did it the once and we, you know, we don't really do showcase shows, um, which makes it tough. We're doing mostly headliner shows. So between the shows that we booked, we probably only had, you know, maybe 20 comics um, booked. So we don't like go through... You realize I'm a headliner, right? Huh? You realize I'm a headliner, I right? realize you're a headliner. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, uh, gee, only, thank you. Can we you only, edit this part out of the podcast? But we only booked, we only booked like four headliners. Oh, so and I got So once I get a TV show, I can be one of your four headliners. Yeah, when you have a TV when show, I'm famous, yeah, I'm then, famous then we're going to start giving you the credit you deserve, but not thank a you. second before until you're... <laughs> <laughs> You, wow, you sound just like Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, well, that's what I'm auditioning for with this. I'm like, maybe if I'm enough of a dick on my podcast, I can start being Hollywood Joe Garrix. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live. But no, we'll we'll have you this year. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have more shows. We're gonna have uh, you know uh, Dude, more I love cities. It up here. These it's are my people. Yeah, here. no, it's, it's great, great here. Yeah, they uh, they love you here. I uh, the audiences always seem to just be like they like. 
yeah. latch on to you. You're, like you're definitely a, a good fit for these Connecticut crowds. I know. So, but what's going on with you? How's your podcast going? So my podcast is next to Madison. It is going fantastic. I've had some of the most remarkable guests on. I had a um, the famous Jew Jetter. He Jew jets around the world. His name is Justin Rossley. That was hilarious. What does episode. it mean to Jew jet? Is that it means to travel on the cheap? Travel, ah. travel five stars with paying oh, like that's a racist like a way star. to say it. But he's Jewish, <laughs> so he's allowed to do it. He actually launched a site, JewJetter.com, where he'll teach you how to most efficiently use your miles. Oh, that's awesome! A lot of people will spend like seventy thousand miles just to get to like Podunk, Podunk, like Montana. When they could be going first class to like laying down, getting a freaking jerk off massage to like they Paris. do that on planes. Uh, haven't you realized that anything is done with money? No, because I've never had any. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, I, Although I, if I had a lot, I think the last thing I would think of is getting jerked off on a plane. I'm like, well, I'm rich now. Maybe I can get jerked off on a plane. Yeah, well, the thing is, you're a guy, so you're probably like, I could do this myself. <laughs> um, you know what? I can't imagine anyone would be better at it than me. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, I had Anthony Scaramucci on. I know. You, I mean, awesome. you got such a diverse array of guests. I have. I had some very serious episodes, though. I had a, a guy named Jaco Buyans. Um, he is a um, fighting the sex trafficking crime in the in America and the world, and uh, that was a very heartbreaking episode, but... I was so happy to have a platform to do that because it is such a thing that needs to be talked about and yeah. highlighted in this world. Um, and that so many people are like contempt because they're complacent, whatever the word is, because they don't, they turn a blind eye. They don't know what to look for. So during his episode, he really kind of broke down what to look for. So now when you're at a tr- like a gas station on the road, like we are when we're traveling for com- comedy or you're at an airport where these things can happen, you can kind of be on the lookout to help save somebody. Um, so that was cool. I've got... Is um, it tough for you? Like, I mean, because you're a comic and a, and a very funny person. You know, I would say the majority of the projects you work on are, are comedy related. Yeah. Like, to be doing an interview like that and having to go, like, totally serious, is that is that challenging for you or is it, you know, like... No, because it's just, it's kind of, you kind of adapt to the context of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no, there was nothing funny about it. There was nothing, it was it was a platform of information that needed to be delivered. Um, so for me, as long as it's, whether it's funny or not funny, as long as it's providing information to help better the world is kind of how I kind of started my podcast. Yeah. You know, I would always have these conversations with such amazing people and I would cross paths and I'm like, gosh, I need to bring this into the world. And so I do, I have comedians on and and we talk about like slapstick humor and things like that. But then I also, um, like I've got uh, a wonderful guy coming on, um, Alan Houston, who was a former New York Nick, um, and still works Fantastic for the next. Fantastic shooter. Yeah, and has a great One of the best. Um, podcast, or not podcast, great foundation. Um, so he's going to come on and talk about that. I've got actually the Mo- Miss Mooch, uh, Scary Mooch's wife, coming on, who is awesome and should be on The Real Housewives because she's amazing. Um, just a lot of different people. Luis Gomez from um, Legions of Skanks yeah. podcast, which is very popular. So there's just a do you ton enjoy of doing the more serious ones versus the more comedy related ones, or when you do the comedy I ones, like to do switch those it even up. skew more? Yeah, 
it, I mean, it's great that you're able to do that because I feel like, uh, you know, with comics, frequently there's this like always on kind of thing. You always have to be making it funny. Um, you know that can frequently you know i mean if you have annoying, a comedy right? podcast then yeah, yeah but like i didn't i didn't launch this as but a even beyond podcast. like just podcasting just in general like just like you know there's like some folks just like no matter where you are you know whatever the setting is there's like oh i'm on i'm being funny all the time you know it's fun like i used to feel like i was more like funny like in general i mean not in general but like funnier like in public like with my friends when i wasn't a comedian because it was just me and yeah. now that i channel all that energy like to go on stage I'm still funny with a group of friends but not like I used to be because I use all that, that for the stage you're comparing it to how funny you are on stage that maybe you've just gotten so funny that now that doesn't you know when you don't have like a crowd of people laughing that you're like oh maybe I'm not um, <laughs> yeah I'm at the dinner table with my family I'm like shit I'm bombing <laughs> yeah these these I'm people bombing. are not this is not a great crowd mom and dad I know I also had this guy um, um, which is kind of a funny situation I had this amazing lacrosse player on, and uh, Casey Powell. Uh, he was—he's like one of the best lacrosse players in the world. He's the goat. Right? Give me a look there. Like, is he super hot or no. something? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a, he's a very attractive guy. But no, it was funny because I actually had a crush on this guy when I was fourteen. I told him I was a fan, but really, I just had a crush on him. Like, I was like back in the day, I was like a lacrosse toot. You know, is like I loved lacrosse term? players. Yeah, it was like girls that loved like laxitude, lacrosse toot. So no, never heard. He that. was like. He was like the Michael Jordan of lacrosse-tution. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were going to go out on top, like, you wanted to bang Casey Powell. So, anyways, I had him. I, I got over my lacrosse-tution days right after I discovered investment banking. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had him on the podcast, and that was a blast because uh, to have somebody that, like, you you, you know, I, his poster used to hang in my, in my bedroom. Um, I might have humped a seal to it once in a while. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> To have to have a conversation with that person and talk about those different things was really cool, um, but yeah, it's going going well. I think yeah, I'm gonna bring my pops on because my he's so funny. I had a lot of fun having my mom on. Yeah, um, I I definitely recommend it. It's you know it, it's just fun. You get to like talk about stuff sometimes that you wouldn't you know talk well, my about. My dad's like that. really inappropriate. Oh yeah, that which makes, makes that it would funnier. make. I think he's more inappropriate sense. than I am. I think my mom is funnier than I am, but. She struggles sometimes to try to stay appropriate. Yeah, if my dad is like, that, doesn't every crush. time he's he's inappropriate. I'm like, Dad, and he goes, "This is why I work for myself." <laughs> <laughs> he fires clients all the time. It's hysterical. He's like, "If you treated your dating life like I treat my business, you would have no problems." People are paying my ass. I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> That's great. It's a good situation to be in. I'm like, you must be really good at your job. Yeah. See, I'm not so good at dating, so I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not good at my job on my knees. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. I'm actually a reform slut, which is kind of weird. Yeah? Yeah. Why is it reformed? What was was wrong with it in the first place? I don't know. I got this thing, weird thing that happens called morals. I really wasn't that much of a slut before. I was just more kind of out there. But no, I don't. Now I'm like this relation. You have to say shit to me like, Are you like a a reborn virgin? God, at this point, kind of. Yeah. Although I will mention it on your podcast just because I love you so much. But I did have my first threesome. Whoa. It really wasn't a threesome, though. It was more like I got assaulted by this girl, but she was a model, um, so I was okay with it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, she did. She like shoved her head between my legs. Um, 
And then I was like, whoa. And then her boyfriend got involved. And I was like, don't let him touch me. So I was like basically on the receiving end. I was like the receiving end of their threesome. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything except for lay there in a hammock. It was kind of great. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, and my I friend that it. was with me was like, you got the hottest girl at the bar. And I'm like, that's how I roll. Nice work. But no, it was on the bucket list. I couldn't believe I did it. I was like, oh, my God. But it really wasn't my fault. Well, I don't think you have to. How could I got it be conned into it, and I was on a hammock. And if everyone sudden, enjoyed it, no one's to blame. Some girl's head was. There's up only my dress. credit to be given up. I guess so. Yeah. I don't even remember her name. <laughs> I really don't. Does she remember yours? <laughs> I have no idea. We'll find out. Maybe when I get a TV show, they'll come knocking. Yeah. Remember us? <laughs> uh, I remember his name because you wouldn't stop saying it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Mac, Mac, Mac. I'm like, geez, stop saying his name. That guy comes near me. I'm going to smack him. <laughs> oh, it was weird. I was like, oh, just pretend it's a dude. <laughs> well, this is the uh, this is the first time on the podcast we've discussed a threesome. This is uh, I, we're well, breaking I've new ground here. I've never done that before. I'm like such a good girl now. I uh, I've never done that either. I. Uh, I feel like I would feel very awkward in a situation like that. I feel like, like that's that. like a 25th silver anniversary gift. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even, I have zero interest in that. I told my parents that and they were like, what? That's why we go to Bible I'm like, study. I can't even satisfy one woman. Never mind two at once. Like, ugh. Yeah, that's a challenge, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? It's, it takes that's a lot of focus. I only took the girl. Just to keep one person happy, I find. Yeah. So uh, I talked about it. I was like, oh, God, that's weird. Well, let me ask you, I feel like you are one of the people I know who is like constantly working. You constantly have new, exciting projects going on. Yeah. I feel like you jumped like headfirst in this podcast and are crushing it. But I also feel like you must have something else on the cooker. So like, what's the next big thing? What do you got? You got any, anything you can share? I, I know sometimes really you're say, secretive. I know. I can't really say too much, but I do have a project I wrote that I'm super excited about that we just attached somebody that I'm also super excited about. What's the format? Can you tell us the format? It's a scripted television. Okay. Um. So yeah, again, like until there's a billboard hanging Are we in talking Times Square. Sitcom? Um, drama. Drama. It's drama. Yeah, I've got the serious side of me. You do. You do yeah. have that serious side. Well, that's awesome. But it's really cool. So I'm excited about that. Um, obviously, the podcast is going really well. Um, writing other projects. Um, so it's good. I'm trying to just stay positive and keep going and put as many irons in the fire as you can. Cause yeah, it's, you have you know, to. You have to have like various revenue streams. And yeah, yeah, I'm kind of coming up Diversify, with some reality right? shows that I want to produce, not necessarily be in. Um, but it's fun. So of know? all this stuff, like, what do you enjoy the most? Like, what's like, cl- is this, is stand up closest to your heart, or is it something else? You know, I really like the interview process of like the podcast. I really like, um, I actually really like writing, but on the dramatic side. Mm-hmm. Like, I like creating those dark scenes that like I don't have in my own life. Yeah. Like, I don't want it in my own life, so it's kind of fun to like create it for somebody create else. Something to- and and like relate to people to kind of take them on a journey and know that like you have that power to do that which is great but I also like there was part there was a part of me at one time that like maybe wanted to step away from stand-up because the the lifestyle is kind of hard when you're always out at night and things like that but I realized that if I did do if I did stop stand-up and I continued the other stuff there would be a big part of me missing yeah and I feel like stand-up is just kind of like ingrained in you so obviously I want to, you know, become bigger so I can, you know, play bigger theaters and stuff. But yeah. there's just nothing like it. It is a drug. Oh, but you I have know. to learn to stay balanced or else, you know, you can like anything. If you're a lawyer or you're a banker or whatever, 
and you're working all the time, you're going to get burnt out. It's the same with comedy. You do comedy seven nights a week. It's great at the beginning, but like but you need starts, to have a balance. Yeah, it starts to feel like work at some point. And I feel like yeah. I've always kind of kind of had that, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's good. But yeah, you just got to, and confidence is like key. And for a while, like I struggled with my confidence, but I've really like worked on it and realized that like nobody's dying yet. Uh, yeah, know? nobody's dying, but hopefully you're <laughs> killing, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's good. No, I feel very thankful to, you know, I was in finance, um, studied finance, worked on Wall Street, and the fact that I was able to walk away from that um, and take a risk. Sometimes at night I'm like, oh, my gosh, what would my life be if I had stayed? But I know that my life, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. I may have more money in the bank. But I wouldn't be oh, happy. Oh, you would definitely so have I more money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you know, that's what my dad says. Just keep going. You'll be fine. You'll you got to do what makes you happy. And sure. I agree. And a lot of people, I feel like, can't do it because they've gone too far down the lines with their jobs. And there's this thing called the golden handcuffs. And, um, you know, I have a friend I'm not going to mention, but she's, you know, doing extremely well um, in her job. But she'll tell you, like, I'm not passionate about my job, but what I love about my job is that it provides me the income to live the lifestyle that I love. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? There's something to be said about that. Yeah. I love that. Well, whatever you do, there's like compromise, right? So There's total compromise. You can do what you love, but you might be sitting in like the poorhouse for a while. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. no and guarantee. And there might be times where you're like, you know, where, it's, where it becomes work and you feel like, oh, I got to go out there. I got to be out there tonight. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's tough. I, You know, I definitely see like, some comics, it seems like they don't enjoy uh, the stand-up as much as they used to, and that's like kind of tough to see. I think um, it's when you don't get the breaks as fast enough, and maybe when you're seeing like people around you. But you always got to realize, like, I'm always happy for the other comics that are making it because, and everyone should be because a it tells you like there's hope, and yeah. b it's like that that person everyone's got a different journey. And see, maybe and they'll like be so on your awesome. podcast. Yeah, like it's so awesome to see like people like fucking. You're like, damn, dude, I started with that person, and they're like, they fuck. I love it. Like it's like for me, I don't take it as like, damn, it. Why didn't I get that? I take it no, as more like that is freaking inspiration. Yeah, I feel like, the same way. Yes, like fucking go you, because I feel like there's enough people shitting on people to begin with. Like we need to be our biggest cheerleaders. I agree. You I know? agree. Well, Madison, I uh, I really want to thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure thank to you. see you. Uh, I'm glad you're not going to stop doing stand-up. No, God, no. Fairfield for sure loves having you. I want to um, come back all the time. I love this place. Yeah, definitely. Well, we will do it again soon. Uh, yeah. But, guys, uh, check out Madison. Next to Madison Podcast, where else can they find you? Um, they can find me on Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, they can find me at MadisonMalloy.com. I'm on Instagram at, at MadisonMalloy, M-A-L-L-O-Y, comic. Twitter at Madison Malloy. Again, the podca- podcast is next to Madison. T just T O. Um, yeah, and and subscribe, and if you if you like it, rate it, and leave and if a you review. don't like it, don't review don't. it. If you don't yeah. like it, don't say. If you a don't fucking like word. it, just pretend you never fucking exactly, heard it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I hope you guys like it, and I hope that there's interesting episodes. Um, oh, there's for definitely you. interesting episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm really proud of it, and I'm I'm excited to just to um release more conversations into the world and to help people yeah yeah we'll keep rocking it guys check her out next to madison also make sure you see her perform live you will not regret it madison thank you so much thank you love you
Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.